0: Welcome to this special edition of The Coach's Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, and I'm very pleased to have a couple of special guests with me today. From the state champion, you see our state championship trophy here, Ravenwood girls' soccer team, first in the school's history in soccer. Uh, The girls had been to the finals, we said, what, a few years ago? Uh, I've got head coach Brandon Mead and senior Tori Case. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. So what a great season. obviously capped off with that 3-2 win in the state championship game uh, over crosstown rival Brentwood. A question to start us off for both of you. It had to be extra special. I mean, state championship, come on, whoever you play, right? But one, being over Brentwood, which is obviously a big rival for Ravenwood, but also a team that had beaten you three times before. That had to be extra special. Right, Coach? Absolutely. Um,
1: You know, I think going into that game, you know, it kind of – heightens everything, knowing that they're a rival, knowing uh, how good they are, um, the size uh, that they are, their soccer IQ, um, all of those things. So we knew it was going to be tough. Um, regular season, you really don't know what you're walking into, how well you know we're going to be tested, mm-hmm. um, and, and how we respond to it. Uh, we had a tough time. Um, With our 4-3-3, I think they did a good job of uh, pushing their backs going forward and really causing our left wing and right wing to drop in, uh, forcing us in more of a a defensive uh, formation. Um, I think that that's where they had a lot of success uh, with us in the first three matches. Um, I know that the girls wanted another shot. I know that uh, talking to (laughs) Kirsten Mello, uh, that was something that we had spoken about, you know, potentially we could see each other in the final. Um, but we were just taking it game by game. But yeah, it was uh, it was awesome playing them in the final, having that opportunity, and, and there was nothing sweeter than uh, than defeating them, scoring three goals in the second half, the last 40 minutes. So it
0: was uh, it was awesome. Tori, talk about that getting an opportunity to play Brentwood in the final.
2: It was like a dream come true. <laughs> I feel like we worked every time that we played them, we got better and better and better, and we just knew getting off the bus there at Page that we were going to win that game. We just wanted it so bad, and we had learned what we needed to learn, and it was just time to execute, and that's what we did.
0: You know, it's interesting the way you're talking, Tori, that that's that champion mindset. You hear, you hear similar kinds of stories when you talk about people who have achieved at the highest level, and obviously you guys have. Let's talk just a little bit of background before we talk about your season. Uh, coach Meade, your first year as head coach at Ravenwood, you were an assistant the previous year. Obviously, you're no uh, rookie to coach, and you spent some time at Hillsboro uh-huh. – Uh, high school as well, but I'd say uh, this was a pretty good start, by the way, in your first year as a head coach. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Tori, the team obviously adjusted pretty nicely to the coaching change. I mean, you were familiar with Coach Meade before. Talk about that change, because you had a great season last year, too.
2: Yeah, I think we were all less focused on the coaching change and more focused on what we wanted to do, which was win a state championship, so we adapted really well. We already knew. Coach Meade, and so we just kept our game plan going and didn't let it bug us that much.
0: So 2018, you were district tournament champions, region runner-up, and then you uh, drop a, a match to Houston in the state semifinals. Coach Meade, coming in, you know, obviously you know what you what you had coming back. Did you think this was a possible run, or are you not even thinking that far ahead?
1: I mean, I, th- I think it's a process. I think it goes day by day. You know, I think we, we had an opportunity, but... You know, I think I think we need to learn through that process of of taking risks, um, trusting that process, trusting each other, sacrificing for one another, and and doing all of those things. You know, is is the recipe for that success. Yeah. And I think just working on that um, th- throughout the course of the season, um, those things started to creep in our mind. You know, as we continue to believe and, and find out more about ourselves and um, responding to adversity. And, uh, yeah, it it did start to creep in our mind. I I didn't want to, you know, jump forward too quickly, Um, but, uh, you know, we kept working day by day and and believing in each other. And, uh, you know, I think kudos to to Tori for, you know, leading that charge. Um, we had a lot of conversations but I think it's her energy her thoughts the way she feels about it that really transpires to the rest of the team so she really dictated that mindset the mentality the psychology and also the work ethic uh, for the group to move forward and kind of set us up for that
0: well and Tori that's something I was gonna ask but you could tell by your answer and what coach said as a senior and one of the leaders on the team and maybe the leader on your team that was your mindset going in. Hey, we've got this goal, right? We've yes. got this bigger thing that, that we're wanting regardless of who's here, whether it be a coach or players maybe we lost. Sound like to me you're on a mission.
2: we were so on a mission. <laughs> we, I knew that all I wanted was to win, and there was nothing going to stop us. And once we won the region, or when we got to the state, the first game of the state tournament and we won, I didn't feel like we were going to lose that week. And I had a feeling that we were going to win, and it happened.
0: You know, and you can't, you can't make it happen without that belief, so let, obviously I knew that belief would be strong. I hear this when I talk to these state champions that come in. Let's talk about your season. Overall, uh, this is for the entire year. You're 14-4-1, four uh, runner-up finish uh, in the district regular season tournament and region tournament. And, and talk about this. I've always been w- with soccer in this county. It so prepares you. I mean, if you can come out of our district in this county, because I look at it and think, Hey, if you dropped, let's say this year, Franklin and Independence in the state tournament, they probably do pretty well, right? Absolutely. Talk about that district and how it gets you prepared.
2: Our district is so good, and in our district tournament, we had to beat Independence that night to go on.
0: At Independence.
2: At Independence, and Anna Major came up huge for us in scoring that goal. That was probably the game I was most worried about the entire state run was that one game because if we, we would have, nothing else would have happened if we had lost that game. So to, for her to score late in that game the way that she did and then to get out of district, that was a huge step in the right direction.
1: Absolutely, and, and I think I referred to our district as, as a gauntlet, you know, and it does prepare you. I think those, those two semifinal matches, I know that we beat uh, Independence in the regular season 1-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew it was going to be more of the same. Um, we kind of canceled out each other. And uh, yeah, Anna Major was able to put one in. We won 1-0 in that semifinal. Mm -hmm. Um, Brentwood beat Franklin 1-0 in that semifinal. And yet we find ourselves in the state championship. You know, it's so deep. Um, Williamson County, you know, to be able to get out of it, um, you know, and and move forward into regionals is quite an honor within itself. But yeah, I think it just shows to the depth of of the conference or Williamson County. And uh, I believe that in time, I heard that we we're also going to get Paige in, in Nolansville potentially, It'll which eventually. will also yeah. add to the depth um, of the county as well. So, yeah, it, it definitely prepares you, those, those district matches. Um, we try to leave um, adequate amount of time for preparation for those matches, uh, making sure that we're healthy for yeah. those matches, just so you know we can play the game and, and hopefully get three points. Um, so yeah it, it definitely those games will prepare you for the best
0: of the best so talk to our viewers a little bit you mentioned the three points that maybe aren't just diehard soccer fans talk about that earning three points
1: yeah if you win a game you get three points if you tie you won um, you get one point and, and if you lose you get zero and those three points are so valuable in whomever you play against in Williamson County because if you have a tie it yes. could come down to the points right at the end of the Absolutely. season. Absolutely, goals for, goals against, mm-hmm. all of those things. So every point matters, every goal
0: matters. I'm curious about your scheduling philosophy because every match you play in the league is so tough. Yes. What do you do outside the league? And I don't know if you made the schedule for this year, but I did. what's the philosophy there? Do you schedule as many game matches as you can? Do you not do that? Do you schedule tough opponents? Right. Yeah.
1: It's kind of an art. You you try to get it to where it it suits you and other coaches try to do the same uh within our district um, we try to prepare our you know going into districts we want to make sure that we have adequate opponents uh high level opponents that are going to prepare us for that mm-hmm. um, also we want to see the depth of our group so we try to um, get a couple games in to where we can uh get those players in as well and kind of test yeah. them in those environments um, I know before Franklin and Brentwood, especially Independence as well, we didn't try to schedule a game uh, before we played them. We wanted a full week of rest. Um, so it's kind of an art in how you, how you set it up, and uh, I felt like we had a good schedule going into it, um, kind of uh, gauging who we were going to play, when we were going to play them, um, and, and who we were going to play for those games to keep us healthy throughout the course of the
0: season. And, Tori, I'm just guessing here, that you play a lot with and against some of these players in your travel I do. time too, right? Talk about that a little bit. Teammates with any of these?
2: I'm teammates with almost all of them. I think <laughs> about half. You and half, some of the Brentwood
0: players too, right? Yes.
2: About half my travel team is in Williamson County. so, And then I play with them for the rest of the year. So from starting the day state ended to June, I'll be on a team with all of these people. So it just... You have to find kind of the light of the situation and just yeah. have fun with it. We can compete all day long, but at the end of the day, we have to be friends for our travel season. And I've known, I've grown up with all of these people. Yeah. So for us to come together, especially in the last game and get to play against each other, and it's really cool.
0: And as any good friend would do, I'm sure you'd give a little dig every once in a while too, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they would do the same thing, by the way.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: Coach, talk about it, because I think in soccer, too, the travel piece, and I guess it's happening in all sports now, it seems to be such a part of the soccer culture. How do you navigate that as the coach, or, or is it even something you're concerned about? Because they are playing year-round now, basically. Do you do you keep that in mind uh, as you coach, or is it not even a consideration?
1: Mm, I, I
0: try not to. Um, I feel like there's such a
1: hotbed of talent around – you know us to where we don't have to travel incredibly far to get what we need mm-hmm. um, to prepare us for those things. Um, you know, and that's just from the high school perspective. I think from, you know, the the club perspective, you know, they they're traveling all over yeah. the country. That, and I mean, so much time has been spent. I think, you know, when I was playing at that time, they'd started a Y League, which was a regional thing. I'm yeah. from Michigan, so it was you know in the Midwest and we travel to different states uh, around there but you know now I mean these girls are traveling all over the place I mean to, to Florida to California and you know so much time is spent on it I do worry about them you know but I think as long as they're just gauging it appropriately you know I want them to get enough time to to rest and really you know, be involved with their academics and, and enjoy life as a kid. You know, they're still growing. So I think I think just the stress of the balance is, is what's important yeah. for
0: me. Tori, how do you fight that physical and I'd say even mental as much as anything uh, sort of burnout from having to play so much? Do you go through periods where you have ups and downs a little bit?
2: Um, there's for sure days that I just, I just don't want to go to practice or I'm I'm just like dreading a game, but once you get out there and once you start playing, I love it so much that it doesn't even cross my mind to ever be burnt out, I guess. And I, I take a lot of time for myself and with my mom and we go like on trips and we travel and this past week we went to Orlando and we got to go get lunch and so it's like, it's really nice just to, you can do both, you can have both sides of it.
0: Very well said. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the season. So, again, we mentioned you finished runner-up in the district and region tournament, and now you enter the state tournament. Let me ask you this, Coach. Did you like the draw when you saw it? I mean, ultimately, I guess the best part of the draw was being opposite Brentwood, although Houston was looming in your bracket too, and they were the number – one team in the state, supposedly, right? Yeah, they were when back-to-back g- back champions. When you guys faced them, but Coming. talk about that draw. What did you think about it?
1: Uh, it's really nothing that you can control, you know? The only thing that you control is the team that's gonna be right in front of you when the whistle blows, and, and that just happened to be Stewart's Creek. Um, I think we got some good scouting reports on them. I think that we were very uh, prepared uh, for that match. I think, I think that we handled it pretty well. Um, they had a couple players who were dangerous on the dribble that we were able to, you know, suppress um, and force them to the left. They they were biased in going to the right. So I think we got a good scouting report and, and knew what we had in front of us. Um, and that was basically it, you know, with the draw. Um, and then whatever happened, happened with, with the other game. So, um, yeah, it, it's just beyond your control. in you know you you play whoever they put in front of you bottom line you are gonna find a a good team when you get into the the top
0: eight no matter what first round you knock off Stewart's Creek four to one uh, and then semifinals Houston Tori were you excited about cuz they ended your season last year were you excited about getting a chance to play them in the
2: semis I was really excited and all the seniors knew I
0: knew you would say that by the way (laughs) (laughs) knew
2: how much we really wanted it and we really wanted to win this time and the weather Kind of helped us. I felt like, and it just made it even more fun.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that. So that's my next question. <laughs> I was talking about. So I went to, to to that match. I was. It was interesting because Brentwood and you guys were playing at the same yes. time. It was an absolute mess because of the rain. And did you said you thought it maybe helped you guys. Why? Why do you say it helped you? Because we you were the underdog.
2: Yeah, and we were a team built on like grit, and we just we were gonna go for it, and we worked so hard that I think that's what pushed us over the edge in that game for sure. I think Marcel's scoring at the end of that just showed how like we weren't giving up. We were all muddy and dirty and wet and cold, but we weren't giving up until we won that game. And I think Houston may have struggled in that aspect.
0: And the, and the celebration looked fun. It was really fun. I wasn't looking to dive in a puddle, but I was. I was like, oh, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Coach, what did you think about the conditions? Were you okay with the conditions? Or
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to play in whatever they tell you to play in. You know, you, you can't really spend a lot of time on that. I can tell you that uh, we had little meetings on the bus uh, heading to Murfreesboro for that game. And I believe that the majority of the time that we spent on tactics was pretty much thrown out the window once we got there. We Mm -hmm. saw, you know, I mean, on top of the grass, there was, you know, enough. I mean, it was like a standing puddle. Um, And so you kind of have to think, well, what do we need to do now to be successful? Because we can't really link defeat. There's not a lot we could do possession wise. Um, So we switched a couple things at at halftime, but uh, yeah, we pretty much threw everything out the window and said, let's, we're going for it. Just play safe in the back, uh, put into their third um, and try to let them make the mistakes and, and hopefully we could we could finish and, and lock it down defensively. Hill or um, Houston it's very, very good, very yeah. talented uh, from top to bottom. They had very special players um, and we felt like especially it, it took a couple of their girls off the dribble. It was tough to dribble. Um, so those puddles kind of helped us in, in that way but yeah, like Tori said, it just comes down to grit and, and who wants it more? And I think, you know, our leadership in Tori really set that tone in, in saying, you know, we're not losing today. We're winning this game. And I remember hearing that before every single game in, in the in the playoffs, you know, and, and when that comes from one of your leaders that all these girls look up to, you know, they believe it
0: and, and they want to work for it, and, and it showed. Absolutely. No, that's great. And forgive me for my uh, maybe my novice understanding of soccer, but the passing – through the air versus on the ground mm-hmm. because the ball hit the ground. I mean, it just stopped. So that had to be something to, that, that you had to deal with as a player. Let me ask you this, because uh, I've always thought this with soccer because of the extra time that's kept on the field. You score and it's what, the 68th, 70th minute, I think, of, of the match, and you have to be just waiting for that whistle. I've always thought that's interesting because in other sports, when I mean, you look at the clock, what you guys do, but then there's extra time, so you're just waiting for the match to end. Talk about that, Tori, as a player.
2: We just wanted to close it out. We knew that if we could just defend and get the ball out of our half, that we could win that game. And faith came up huge for us in goal at the end of that. And we just we were solid in the back for the last three or four minutes of that game, and it it saved us.
0: And something I thought was interesting. Because those, again, those matches were ending about the same time. And this is maybe this is just me looking back, thinking I thought this at the time. But it seemed to me that the Ravenwood crowd, and I'm not talking about the players, but the Ravenwood crowd and fans were so embracing, we get Brentwood again. And I felt like there was a little nervousness to Brentwood because they had beaten you three times, but ultimately – if you win the championship game, which you do, the other three are forgotten, right. So I thought, did you did you sense that from their players at all because you said you guys were did you think they were a little uptight playing you guys a fourth time or
2: um, could you tell? Maybe a little bit. I think it was more of like an oh, we have to play Ravenwood again kind of vibe rather than like, I don't think they were cocky at all because beating a team three times is really hard, and I yep. think they they realized that it just happened to be our day on that Saturday and not theirs.
0: Brentwood had given up something like three goals, I think, all year, one to you guys. Mm-hmm. They're 16-0 entering the tournament. Uh, I mean, not that you were this massive underdog, because to me you weren't, especially if you look at your scores of your previous matches and then the quality of your team. But that really is a big deal, that, that you take a team that scored three. I mean, you guys only given up like 16 or 17 the whole yes. year too, right? Mm-hmm. But three, right. you know, that, that's pretty tough. So, Coach, talk about – what a big deal that really was. I don't think we can overstate it, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that has to do with, you know, Brentwood and what they are. I mean, they they didn't sub a whole lot. Um, they're big. They had good soccer IQ. And if you got back, behind their back line, they had Devine back there, Katie Devine, who's going to, to Vanderbilt. So, just another, another player to beat in goal. So, it was that tough. But... Um, you know, I think the pressure was off us a little bit, and kind of turning the mentality around. Of uh, the message was, you know, we've got nothing to lose. Yeah. You know, this has happened to us three times. I know we're frustrated with it, but guess what? We get another stab at them. We get another shot at them. It's a state final. There would be nothing sweeter uh, than to pick them off here. You know, to do it here. And um, you know, they they did it. It was it was a
0: storybook ending for these girls. I saw a comment from Faith Vanston, right? My yes, her name, correct. Craig, the goalie. And she had made mention of that. She could tell that was your mentality, kind of like you were talking about, like, hey, the pressure's on them, and this is our day. You could, you could feel that belief by reading her words. So now you go to the championship game. The weather's been terrible, and this was exciting for me as the athletic director in the system. TSSAA gives us a call and says, do you have an issue moving it to Page? By the way, Brentwood, uh, Mr. Kydell said, we'd be glad to play it at Brentwood. Oh, I said, I don't think that's going <laughs> to <happen." laughs> But talk about playing on that surface. So uh, the wet surface, that's one thing. What about this faster, I'm assuming it's faster, right, surface? Absolutely. How does that impact the game? Does that? Is that more of a neutral effect? Does that favor one team or the other based on how your teams were built?
1: Well, to be honest with you, in the back of my mind, this is something that I never shared with the team. I was gonna kind of keep it to myself. But, uh, you know, the last time I think when we were on turf, we lost in Owensville, yeah. and that was our previous loss. It was the first uh, loss of our regular season, and we lost that one 1-0, and it was on turf. And, and in my opinion, I didn't think that we, linked up well. We didn't pass the feet as well as I thought that we could have, mm-hmm. you know, because when it, when it moves quicker, you just have to be a little sharper, a little right. bit more precise, you know, playing to feet and things and a little bit more well-weighted through balls and things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, um, so I was a little nervous going into it, um, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of kept that from the girls and kind of kept with, you know, we got nothing but nothing to lose mentality, you know, I had to, I had to eat that one. So now it came out. But that's it, how I felt going in.
0: Do you like playing on the turf? Does it matter to you?
2: Um, I like it and I don't like it. it the ball moves so much quicker, so yeah. it forces everyone to play so much faster, and that's when games get really fun is when it's going. Like, everything's going really fast. But I don't like it when you fall and you have turf burn everywhere. Yeah, and,
0: that's, that's, that's and, different, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure.
0: That's definitely different. So uh, and so you talked about the game being faster, toward. Do you think that had something to do with the 3-2 score? Because that's a pretty high score in that game.
2: I think so. I think it had a lot to do with the 3-2 score because everything just was so much quicker. All the passes were quicker. The shots went quicker. Everything came off so much faster that it allowed more chances. So we capitalized on that.
0: State championship game, and, again, you look at some of the adversity you guys have have gone through during the season. Olivia Olmstead of Brentwood scores in the eighth minute. That's pretty early in the match. Yes. So, Coach, what's your mentality then because I know – whether you're ahead or behind and mm-hmm. when you're ahead or behind in any sport going to impact how you play. Is that early enough in the match that you're still sticking to the game plan, or do you have to change a little bit? No, absolutely. And, and we had been in the situation before with Brentwood,
1: if, if not once or twice, um, in those previous games that we had played. We were down 1-0, I believe. In, in two other matches so it was somewhere that we had been before um, you typically don't like to give them up early like that those mm-hmm. are things that we talk about in training um, but it happened there's nothing you can do about it the only thing you can do is move forward um, at halftime you know that we uh, were talking about um, you know we had a little bit of a wind at our back mm-hmm. and uh, talking about taking shots 25-30 out uh, Marcella she had a beautiful shot from there. Ferrero-Predo. Preto Ferrero-Predo. I got it. Yes, you, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Um, uh, Tori having that beautiful free kick outside the box.
0: Which tied it at one, right? Am I yes. right or yes. I get yes. that backwards? Yes. yes. And that tied was in one. minute 55, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like you said, Marcella scores. Now you're up 2-1. Yes. Yes. And they're behind and it's late in the match. And now do you see them maybe kind of panicking a little bit, although they did score seven minutes later, give them credit, right? They did, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and something that I want to share that I haven't shared, um,
1: but when I go back and look at the film, I look at all those things and the highlights. Um, it, was an out, it was a known goal, uh, that second goal, and the first one on the scene to console that player. And I think of all the scenarios that could have happened. You know, you can shun her, you can blame her, you can point the finger, you can do all of those things. Tori was the first one yeah. on the scene to console leadership. her in that video. Absolutely, 100%. And you see that. And then I saw the rest of that group come and console her, you know. And, uh, you know, that's what makes it special for me. Yeah. That's what makes it, that's what makes my job so so great to see those things happen, see it come to fruition, that's pretty, see your leadership That's pretty neat. That way. It is. That's
0: pretty neat. Then in the 68th minute, Coach, I want you to talk about this a little bit because this is a great story, I think. Courtney Hill comes up big for you and scores, and you talked about, her journey, yes. that she wasn't playing maybe as much as she wanted to. Yes. She didn't pout about it. She comes to you and says, Coach, what can I do to play a little bit more? And then she scores the ultimate goal, right? <laughs> yeah. Talk about how special that was.
1: Wow. Um, yeah, she, she, stu- she struggled early in the season, and I think she expected more. She wanted more. Um, but it's going about it the right way and working hard in practice, you know, testing your teammates and, and being that great teammate, um, being that cheerleader when you're on the bench, all of those things. And and to watch her continuously get those opportunities yeah. and make the most of it um, and create those memories, not only for her, but for her team. And then, yeah, in, in that moment, she gets another opportunity Anna Jar plays a beautiful ball in just inside the top of the box, and she strikes a beautiful volley to the left corner. It was just, you, I mean, you can't script it any better than that. You know, it was absolutely amazing, and, and I think her reaction, I think she <laughs> broke out into tears yeah. after she yeah. scored, you know, but it meant that much, you know, and, and to give kids those opportunities and have them make the most of it it's just an incredible experience. I love, I love to see it. You know, it'll probably change her life and, and hopefully, her perspective on life and, and how you go about it. Yeah. Know, through sports, I think that's important. Yeah. What
0: a great example she set for everyone else mm-hmm. as well. Yes. So, Tori, now you're, you're up three-two. You got to go through the pain of those last twelve to fifteen minutes. Describe that feeling, though, when the match ends. Can you, can you describe it?
2: I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I, I didn't know whether to cheer or cry or. And you Run did all around, of the above. And right? I, I did all of the above. <laughs> I, thi- I think the first, I just hugged the first person I saw, and then everyone just kind of gathered around us. Yeah. And we, I just kind of didn't want the moment to end.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's really, really cool. Coach, had to be a dream come true for you, too. Absolutely. You know, you,
1: you always dream yeah. what it would be like to win a state championship. I had never won a state championship as a player. Um, just to be a part of a, of a final is something special. Yeah. Uh, to win it, you know, I, I still wake up in the morning and, and go, hey, we, we won a state championship. You know, it's it, just inf- unfathomable. And they you know, can never
0: take it away from you.
1: That's right. That's right. What I tell these girls is their names, you know, when Andy Elrod sends that in and they get their names on it and it goes up in the in the trophy case, you know, that'll be there forever, something that they can come back to and look at. and. You know, maybe if if they stick around and their kids, you know, go to Williamson County schools, maybe something if you wanted to take them in there and, and show them your name and, and teach them something too. I'm all about that.
0: It's pretty special. It is. Tori, tell our audience what's next for you.
2: Um, I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my senior year. I'm gonna play on my travel team, and then come next year, I'll be at Austin P playing soccer.
0: That's great. Any of those uh, Williamson County folks playing with you at Austin P or?
2: Um. There's one girl from Stewart's Creek, but no one from Williamson County.
0: Off, off of your travel team. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, that's great, Coach. What's the off season look like? I mean, obviously you're preparing for, I guess, an encore here. That's going to be tough. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be tough to repeat. But talk about what the off season looks like for you guys and what you're expecting going forward from this well, program.
1: Yeah, I think um, I'm getting into the scheduling, getting a lot of emails, people wanting to play us, and I'm going to try to you know, put it together in, in a way that, um, you know, will be successful for us moving forward and then just continuing to build on the culture, you know, the positivity, um, the effort, working hard, being a good teammate, you know, sacrificing individual wants for, for team needs, all of those things that it takes um, to have something like this, to have an experience like this. Uh, I don't know if it can be replicated. It, it might be. But we're going <laughs> to give it a go next year, so
0: absolutely. <laughs> Well, it's, it's very exciting. We're all so proud of you. Uh, I want to thank, thank you guys you. for being here today. Thank you for having To talk about Ravenwood soccer. Uh, and again, we're just so proud of you here in Williamson County Schools. Thank you, Darren. Thank you so much for your time. We'll see you next time on the Coach's Preview Show.